This My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Rolls-Royce of barbell monitoring technology, the GymAware. Guys, in-season training, we rock the GymAware all the time for quite a few reasons. The first, of course, is just that, the ding. Every time the athlete hears that, they know that they're hitting exactly what we need from them at that moment. And when they don't hear it, it brings out that extra little bit of competitiveness within themselves. On top of that, that awesome ding ends out bringing together the athletes as well, pushing each other and getting each other to be able to hit numbers that they probably wouldn't hit at that portion of the year. And finally, of course, that ding helps us monitor, manipulate, and keep track of volumes and intensities so we can best dose our athletes during the season at the right time with the right amount. Guys, hop over to kinetic.com.au and check out what Evan and the team down there have because this is absolutely a sensational product that's changed the way that we've trained our athletes. This edition of My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Valve Performance, the team behind the Nordboard, Force Decks, the Groin Bar, and Human Track. Guys, the most important ability for all of our athletes is availability, and that's the absolute goal of Valve Performance, is to provide solutions to performance professionals so that we can get the right information to make the right decision at the right time for the betterment of the athletes that we get to work with. To do this, guys, they have a wide range of validated products that focus on usability and having being founded by the School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences at the Queensland University of Technology, they're extremely evidence-based and they're beyond transparent. I can tell you that our time using the Nordboard and being involved with Forstex we have been introduced to so many amazing people that have truly helped us become better coaches, have a better understanding, not just of the technology, but also what we're doing with our athletes. So make sure you hop over to valperformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. Hey, everybody. If you enjoy the podcast and the content that it provides, make sure you hop over and check out the all-new Strength Coach Network. The Strength Coach Network is a combination of the CVA SPS community and the Rugby Strength Coach community, bringing you what is sure to be the Internet's leading resource for continuing education for strength and conditioning professionals. Combining these two resources has allowed us to bring some of the best content from some of the best minds in the world together for your one-stop shop to better improve the continuing education for not just yourself, but your entire staff. Bringing together all of the lectures from the Rugby Strength Coach community, along with the lectures exclusively done for the Central Virginia Sport Performance community, and all the lectures performed at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar, make this an absolute must for performance coaches around the world. The world-class lectures at the Strength Coach Network are not all that you'll see as well. The discussion in the forums and the support and the career guidance from some of the top practitioners in the world, from people all over the world makes this an absolute must and a great place for you to network, learn, and grow as a performance professional. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS, that's C-V-A-S-P-S, to get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. We're sure you're going to find great value in the Strength Coach Network and are really excited to have you involved. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS to check it out today. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And today, I would like to talk about something that's kind of been a recurring theme in these uh, Monday monologues or rants or whatever 
me whining podcast. Um, and that is, you know, kind of the state of our field, profession, vocation, whatever we want to call it. And, and I think that we have a bigger impact on this than we would really like to admit. Um, and I'm not going to talk about what we normally talk about. I'm going to talk about kind of the mindset and how we're, we're talking and, and looking at things and how that might have sort of a negative impact on some of the things that we're trying to do when it comes to increasing staff, increasing job security, and increasing you know compensation packages when it comes to the field that we're in. Um, and I think that, that, that one big thing that we all do, we all, it's a general generalization that's probably not fair, but that many of us do, me included, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of this. Um, and that is how we refer to what we do and how we refer to our programming and, and selection of, of what we choose to do with the athletes we get the pleasure of working with. I think all too often you'll hear people, and, and I, I've seen it scrolling through Twitter and, and Instagram at, at least 20 times this week, where people talk about, well, it's not that complicated. Keep it simple. It is simple. It's that easy. It's not rocket science. So let's talk about that. If we're constantly talking and we're consistently putting out on social media and other platforms of communication that what we do is not that challenging. It's not that complicated. It's not that um, like big of a challenge to figure out. Then why are people going to look at our profession as something that requires someone with a specialty? someone that requires someone who has all of these skills and that this experience that they've built and learned and have been taught by other, you know, high-level coaches matters. Because if it's that simple, why can't anybody do it? Why would they keep you around and pay you more when if it's that simple, they could just pluck the next person off the street and have them come in and do it? Now, I understand that that's not what people really mean by that in some instances. But, you know, when we sit here and we break it down and we say that all of these things should be like this and that and the third, and it really isn't that complicated, well, I would argue that there are a lot of things when it comes to the field of physical preparation that are extremely complicated. The first of those is the whole idea of dynamic correspondence and understanding that there are exercises that are going to translate and transfer over to the field of play um, at a greater level than some that than some others, and understanding too that dynamic correspondence, uh, as Verkashensky, uh coined it, which is you know basically the the right muscles moving the right joints at the right time with the right contraction at the right speed, um, really can be different for different athletes, you know, and understanding how they move and how they produce force and how they execute these skills and what athlete A may be doing different than athlete B could have a huge impact on that. Now, we can get into skill and, and technique correction in another talk because that would be extremely difficult and as well because motor learning is something that is not simple, especially when you need to reteach someone a skill that possibly they aren't executing as well as they should. 
This is just a, a, an easy example, you know, because when you look at all of these things, you know, understanding the time of year, the stress, when you should push, when you should pull back, um, all of those things, like Dr. Manchu uh, showed in that research paper that he talked about a year and a half ago on the podcast that, you know, when these high times of stress are here, they don't have the reserves to adapt and more kids end out getting hurt because they can't handle the extra stress of school on top of the stress of training and practice. Now, none of that is new to any of us, but to have it shown, now we need to be more accountable in those situations. So understanding what needs to get pulled back. Is it volume? Is it intensity? Understanding when it needs to get pulled back. Is it a time when they're practicing a lot or is it a time when they're just training? Do we just change the exercises that they're doing at those times so that we can still get some sort of effect that we still wanted, but we put them at less of a risk of something else happening? These aren't simple solutions. These aren't simple questions. As a matter of fact, I'd say they're, com they're very complex when you're looking at these things. You know, when we're talking about just the building of the relationships with the student-athletes and being in a situation where, let's be completely honest, most of them at some point during their career, are going to want nothing to do with training, whether it be in-season, whether it be, you know, the postseason stuff that they have to do or the non-competitive season stuff that they have to do. At some point, they're not going to want to do it. There's a great book that Brett Bartholomew wrote on these topics, how you can understand and identify people and communicate better with them. He wrote a whole book on it. There's a whole science about these things. Like it's, it's a field of study just about this. And, and we're sitting here trying to talk about how what we do isn't rocket science. I don't know. Like, yeah, sure, we're not flying people to the moon. I get that. But at the same time, I also think what we're doing is extremely complex. Because if it wasn't that challenging and if it wasn't that hard, guess what? We'd have all the answers. And last I looked, the other thing we talk about all the time is, well, there's a million different ways that you can do things. Well, as Hank Krejnhoff said so well, all roads lead to Rome. Some just get there faster. So I don't think that there is, we need to be better when we're looking at these things at finding better, more efficient training means. We would all agree on that. But that doesn't mean it's simpler. That doesn't mean that what we're doing isn't complex. And that doesn't mean that when I say, oh, yeah, I mean, it's just simple strength training and it works, you know, yeah, it does for a little while, but it doesn't all the time. And there's been plenty of papers and research to show that, that it only works for so long. And then, you know, you don't get faster. You don't get more explosive. All you do is get stronger. Now, there are some sports that you do need to just get stronger. There are some situations where people do just need to get stronger. That's not every situation. So now you're telling me that that simple thing is going to work for everybody. Every single one of you just listening to this went, you're right. It's probably not. So now, again, is it that simple? Sure doesn't sound it, does it? But when you sit here and you say that and you tell the kids you work with, yeah, simple, 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 not rocket science. You tell the coaches you work with, simple, 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 not rocket science. The administrators hear it. And now you go to them and you say, well, we need more staffing because we need to be able to do more stuff. Or we need, we need to be compensated better because we do all of these things. Well, you just said what you did is simple. And it's not complicated. Why, why should we pay you more? It, do you understand where, what I'm saying with that? Because 
the more that we have this negative self-talk, now I'm not sitting here saying we all need to walk around and, you know, use big crazy words that no one will understand, even strength coaches, and talk about things that really don't make any sense and, to be totally honest, are sometimes modified and borderline fabricated information anyway. But I'm not saying that we just sit here and just be like, oh yeah, you're just hinging your hip. Well, why is that important? Why do you do it on one leg instead of two? Why do you do it on two legs instead of one? Can you provide actual information? Can you break down the reasons? Can you show them where they're improving that carries into their performance? And then when you do that, can you consistently reevaluate and tell them why you're making these changes? And even more so, can you teach them well enough so that they understand what your principles are so that they can contribute to those conversations as well? Because the minute they start contributing to those conversations as well, now it's gotten even more complicated because now you've got two minds working together to help one athlete get better. Oh, and then you pull an assistant in or you've taught an intern well enough and you pull them in and now they start to bring their eyes and their thoughts and what they see into the conversation. Now you've got four sets of eyes. It's become more complicated. So again, yes, do some simple Proven training means and methods work. Of course they do. Of course they do. And the less trained the athlete, of course more things are going to work simpler. No duh. It's just simple training age, progression, all of that stuff. Get it. But training an athlete for four years and having them improve consistently for four years to have that precision in training and to have that precision in knowing when to make changes and have that ability to have that relationship where they trust you and are going to be involved in that to help you improve so they improve better is not simple. And I think that we need to take a step back and stop talking about how simple what we do is if we want to be able to be taken care of better, compensated better, and have better job security. Because at the end of the day, people with simple jobs are simply replaceable. As always, guys, truly appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. See you then.